Welcome in to the At The Yard Podcast. On today's episode, Jack Shannon and Steve Doherty join me to break down Team California's trip out to Lake Point for the PBR Future Games. All that and much more on episode 60 of the At The Yard Podcast. Welcome back to the At The Yard Podcast. Really excited to jump into this uh, with you guys, Jack, Dob, Doe. Welcome back, man. That was a fun trip out to Atlanta for the PBR Future Games. And real quick before we jump too far into it, I just want to get your impressions of it, Jack. I know it was your first time out there. So what was your overall takeaway from the event? It was very exciting to get down to a PBR headquarters type uh, scenario, Uh, get on a plane with you guys, travel, the whole baseball on the road experience to get to a facility as nice as Lake Point is and get around other state scouting directors and experience PBR nationwide was really cool to see the different types of talent and the way other states play is always fun. Comparing California kids to other states is a lot of fun and get some regional battle games in against Nevada, Arizona and the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, and, and Doe, I mean, obviously you and I made the trek last summer, you know, a little different circumstances this year with, you know, no college coaches, but still, I mean, just overall, it seemed like the talent was up, if that's possible, because it's a, I mean, it's a pretty good, pretty good event from a talent standpoint annually, but, uh, you know, what was your take there from, you know, year one to year two? Yeah, good, good point. I think the talent was up, and and we're going to talk about all these guys here, but you know, before I get into that, I just want to say thank you to all these guys. It was, it was, and, and their parents. It was a great group of kids that, um, you know, at this particular time, they're just, you know, they're, they're, they're taking on risk, and um, we we really appreciate it. And it came off uh, without a hitch, and we just really enjoyed the weekend with the kids, and just to see them get back out there in between the lines was 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 a pretty cool thing. So um, to go back to your question, though, we, we, we got better from year one to, to year two. And, and when it came to in between the lines, it just felt like um, normal. So I had a great time. Yeah, right. I mean, and, and I mean, both of those points are, are really good there at the end. The, the it felt normal because it did feel normal. Uh, but especially the we got better, right? I mean, I think um, you know, we really improved from year one to year two, our roster, the way we approached it. And for those of you guys that don't know what the future games are, essentially it's every state within the PBR system brings a group of players that are uncommitted, uh, generally going into their junior year. So this year uh, it was primarily focused on 22s. Uh, we'll talk about the structure of our roster here in a second, but uh, it's all uncommitted players. Last year, there were over 350 college coaches there. Uh, this year, based on some of the texts and messages that, that we've all gotten, uh, we know that at least that amount of the coaches were watching the stream, which is exciting, right? Because, I mean, in the end, that's what it, that's what it is, and, and recruiting is right now is a lot of you know, recruiting off of video and, and we were able to provide that. And, and these kids, um, you know, took advantage of that for sure. And so we, we created a roster, 17 players. Let's jump into that roster because again, all uncommitted. Uh, it looks like this. We had, uh, I want to say it was three twenty twos. We had, uh, three twenty twos. 
We had two 24s, and we had 12 2023s on the roster. Uh, four players ranked in the top 30 in the 23 class were on the roster. So, yeah, man, Doe, to your point, really good roster. Fantastic roster. And we went young this year. Um, and and uh, I know when we talk about these guys, you know, they are all uncommitted. But we also know that a lot of these guys are on the are on the forefront of these recruiters uh, brain and they're watching. And, and some of these guys are known already. Yeah, no doubt. And a lot of these guys, you know, came into the event with offers and even more guys walked out of the event uh, with offers. So let's jump in. We're going to start with the 24s. Uh, the You know, the first guy that we had there as a 24 was Brock Thompson out of Liberty High School in the Bakersfield area. Uh, middle infielder, we saw BT at a couple of events and, you know, obviously last summer during during the tournament season. Um, really like what BT brings to the table, man. I mean, yes, he's young. Yes, he's on the smaller side. But, I mean, the future is really, really bright with this guy, wouldn't you say, Jack? Yeah, left-handed hitter. Uh, had a big hit for us in an RBI in the Pacific Northwest game. Uh, big smile on his face as he came around first base. I think it was the uh, tying RBI single. Yeah, bottom uh, of the seven. Bottom of the seventh with the infield in, uh, not many places to put the ball, and he uh, hit it right up the middle. So uh, a big hit and uh, a big moment for the team. Uh, everyone was excited. So moments like that for me, for a young player, uh, is we don't really want to judge him too much off the size of him now as a 2024. But you know, coming up in a big moment like that and getting a big hit uh, checks a box for me. Yeah, and and me, me too, Jack. I mean, this guy is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a, a USA kid, and he's been in the system, so he's not, you know, a stranger to big moments. Yeah, he may be on the undersized player, but look at a couple of the best players in the big leagues. They're they're undersized guy in Altuve and Bregman and those type of players. He's he's going to add strength. He's going to you know mature with the age. He's going to add strength. He's got some feel for the game, and 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 he can play middle infield. Uh, and, and he kept up with, with all of those guys. So, um, you know, his, his time will come. Yeah, maybe he was a little overmatched in the beginning, but all that really matters, guys, is what he, you know, the, the, his very last opportunity of the tournament, and, and and he comes through, right? And so I'm so stoked for that kid uh, that that, you know, played out that way um, for him. But yeah. great kid. And just a joy to be around. Yeah, and you talked about one point there, Doe, is that he can play middle infield, and and boy, he can certainly do that. But you know what? The biggest compliment I can give BT was after he finished his round of BP, I got a text from a college coach that said, hey, I, I wondered when I looked at your roster what you were doing with a guy that size, but that kid is a hitter, right? And I was like, okay, you know, like that's, that's all you need to know. And it's like, it just goes to everything you're saying there, Doe, that he's going to get bigger, he's going to get stronger, he's going to get, you know, you know faster, he's going to get do all of those things. When you look at his dad, big dude, athletic guy, sister is an athlete in college as well. So, I mean, this, the arrow is definitely pointing up for him. And then the other 24 uh, is a guy that we're certainly not unfamiliar with, and, and Ben Ryland, and uh, th- you talk about the arrow pointing up. I mean, this guy is j- this guy is the next dude. I think uh, potentially there at, at Olu, certainly in that incoming freshman class. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, I'll I'll take Ben, and you know this this is a guy that also is part of the USA program. So these guys are just used to having you know success, and so um, 
you know, this kid, I'm going to tell you one thing right now, th this kid can hit. And he was one of the only ones in our, in our BP session, in our workout day, that this kid actually was hitting. He was taking the ball the other way. He had a plan. Um, he knows what he's doing up there. And you can just tell by the quality of that bats he takes in game. You just know that there's, that there's something there. So it, it's going to be special down the road. As soon as you gain some strength and some muscle, uh, you know, watch out. Yeah, another another young left-handed hitter with some in-game success hits against Nevada and Arizona. So another good indicator against uh, some mature pitching, good good pitching where he he had success. Yeah, and you talk about that, uh, you know, the mature pitching, right? Because those guys were those guys are incoming juniors now, and and you know he's an incoming freshman, uh, you know, and he he certainly handled himself, um, you know, really well there. Uh, at that entire event, you know, BP and, and certainly in game. Uh, so that, you know, that, that, that puts a wrap on the 24s. Let's jump into the 23s uh, of which we have, you know, quite a few, actually, you know, let's jump into the 22s cause we only have about three of those guys. And, you know, a guy I know that really piqued your interest uh, this weekend though uh, was the, you know, catcher outfielder at Olu who actually jumped on the bump for us too and gave us a couple of innings and in Matt Little. Yeah. Really strong kid. Another one of those very compact type players can do a ton of things on the field for you. So, you know, he'll give Borba some options going forward. And just, you know, the, the, the prototypical, you know, Olu guy can do a lot of things well. He'll, they'll figure it out down the road where he's going to have a permanent home. But um, like you said, jumped on the mound for us, can play the infield a little bit. I believe he was the first half of that, that 4 6 3 double play that we tweeted out there. Um, and we saw him in the outfield as well. So really athletic kid, uh, compact body, really strong type, lower half and upper half, but um, really enjoyed him as well. I really liked Matt Little. Yeah, you know, and he hopped, yeah. On, he hopped on the bump and he gave us three strikeouts, Jack. Yeah, I, I agree with Doe and just a classic grinder utility type player uh, infield probably can play anywhere on the field honestly and uh pitching and pitching in lake point was uh was tough for those kids the weather especially california kids different weather alter field hands were a little moist from the humidity uh so getting on the bump and striking out three walking one over two innings uh is, is impressive yeah and then you know one of the other 22s that i mean this dude, I, I actually, I love this guy, man. This guy was, was nothing but a good time, a good player, and the type of guy you want in the clubhouse, and that's Jack Mancini out of Carlmont up in NorCal. And, you know, right, right, 2022, he, he had a really good BP. I mean, he's pretty balanced. I mean, he keeps that barrel in the zone a, a pretty long time. And, you know, he's a tall drink of water, too, and he's fairly skinny. And I hear that, you know, potentially he's uh, – um, uh, you know, the catching is, is fairly new to him. Sorry. And, and, you know, I'm sure you guys remember, we, we put him with some, some pretty good arms there. You know, he, he opened the, the whole tournament catching Owen Egan. And, man, he was really impressive behind the dish, particularly when he threw that guy out by about three steps. Yeah, you know, I think he's he's your prototypical SoCal guy, right? And just he, he's got some kind of presence about him, and that's what really stood out to me uh, with Jack taking quality at bats in the game and he's got he's got that you know je ne sais quoi that little attitude <laughs> that you just know that you just know he, he he's really confident in his abilities and another one of those 
you know, utility guys you could stick anywhere. But I, I'm going to tell you something right now, man. This kid can catch, and he's got the right attitude for it. So really impressed with him. Yeah, he when he threw that guy out, it you know I'll I'll never forget that he st- he threw the ball, started walking to the dugout, and you know I was walking out to him, and and he's like, coach, he wasn't even close, you know, and it was just at that moment I was like, yeah, man, me and this guy would get along, but I mean, you take that stuff out out of the equation, just you know the fact that he's such a, a new to catching, right, is really impressive, Jack. I'd, I'd like to get your thoughts on him. Yeah, he handled he handled it well. Came out of the gate uh, comfortable with Onegan, and you know, small school up in NorCal, Redwood City, I believe. Uh, so probably kind of flying under the radar a little bit. So hopefully, his showing at Lake Point is uh, coming out party for him in the college recruiting scene. Yeah, no, no doubt. And and Doe, props to you. That's the first ever Genesee Qua being dropped on the <laughs> At the Yard podcast. So. Uh, you, 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 know. get, you get the winner on that one. But you know, our, our, our last 2022 is, uh, you know, a guy that, man, dude, this guy impressed me from the minute I met him uh, at the field to the minute uh, he left. And that's Cooper Gorecki out of Liberty High School, same high school there as uh, Brock Thompson. But, I mean, you talk about what you want in a catcher. Dude, this guy brings it, right? He's he's vocal. He's a leader. He calls a very good game. He's got soft hands. He can he can block the ball in the dirt. You know, he's got a big arm behind the plate that's accurate. And, I mean, this dude did everything that you want a catcher to do. Uh, he did it. Oh, and by the way, you know, he was also two for three with, you know, score two runs, an RBI, a walk. And, you know, he, he was really good at the plate too, Jack. I mean, I'd love to get your take on, on Cooper Gorecki. Yeah, he had a big game for us against Nevada, really set the tone. RBI, uh, single in that game, scored a run. So, like you said, uh, made an impact on the field, which uh, – First game coming out, uh, getting the win was big for us and received very well. I thought our catchers all around were, were quality. So uh, it, it, it's cool to talk about, you know, having so many good receiving catchers on one team uh, and a guy that, you know, had success in another game. So uh, showed some consistency in, in the tournament setting. Yeah, Coop, right? I Coop mean, <laughs> uh, Coop, right? You, you just want to be around the kid with just like you alluded to less just just brings that great energy um you know perfect you know perfect for the catching position where you know everyone's looking at him he's he's a great receiver great energy i mean this kid is just going to get better and that's you know part of the deal here too is that you know we really see you know the attitude you bring to the yard every day and he brought it to the yard every single day positive keeping his guys in it. It's one of those glue type guys, you know, on a, on a roster and you just, you just want to be around him. So Coop, man, he's great. Yeah. He, he really impressed me with not only his defense, but uh, like I said, his, his demeanor and, and then the bat, man, he had some, he had some big knocks for us um, there in those games. And so let's jump into the 23s and a guy that we saw at the NorCal underclass games is, you know, right-handed pitcher outfielder, Jordan Riley. And uh, he came uh, out to, uh, Lake Point with us, got some innings in the outfield, got some innings on the bump where, you know, I dare to say that, you know, that could be where his future is because 
uh, he, you know, he can he can chuck it pretty good up there on the bump. But uh, Jordan Riley, uh, you know, he hit for us, like I said, uh, a little bit. And, and then he got on the mound and in that last game. And you talked about it a little earlier, Jack, with the humidity and, you know, tough to get a grip and whatnot on on the pitches, uh, you know, he, he, he had that issue, right. With the splitter. I mean, that's his go-to pitch that we saw at the underclass games. And, you know, he came off the mound and told me that he, that he's having a hard time gripping that splitter. So uh, I want to just, what's your take on, on him on the mound there, Jack on uh, Riley? Yeah, he was, he was out there grinding, working hard, uh, made some good pitches. Uh, first batter, he had a three, two split that looked like he had a great grip on it. Um, yeah. Ballsy pitch, ballsy pitch to throw, and uh, got a swing and miss. I, I bet you, if he threw a fastball there, it would have a different outcome. So, um, little things like that maybe didn't have the best overall showing he wanted, but you can take the positives, like a three-two split to the leadoff batter for a strikeout, and uh, choose to remember that, forget everything else, and um, uh, work off that. So, um, a young pitcher throwing a three-two splitter always is a good sign to me. Yeah, I thought he. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was pretty effective mixing his pitches too, because the curveball, uh, or pardon me, the changeup was also pretty good there uh, for him too. Dill, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I just I, I totally agree with Jack. I think when we initially saw that three-two pitch, it looked like a like a changeup, and we're going uh-huh. this this three-two changeup, and just uh, pulled the string on it, and and we found out later that obviously it was it was a split, but one of those guys, and I think you nailed it. Uh, less is that he's going to have to hang his hat on, on the bump, and that's where his future is going to be. There's some violence to the delivery um, and some intent there, obviously, with some good clean arm action. And, you know, he's, he's young. He's, 20, he's in 2023, so he's going to figure it out a little bit, and it's just something to follow uh, with this kid on the bump. But that's where I think his future is going to be. Yeah, good, good young man too. I mean, he, he he's a good kid too. I liked him. I mean, you could say that about all of these guys. And uh, next guy, next guy, we we uh, are going to talk a little bit about here. Brock Worthgen, uh, the twenty three catcher, right handed pitcher out of Olu. Uh, you know, he he had some success at the plate. He had some success behind the plate. Uh, really like what he brings to the table at, at the catching position. Uh, scuffled a little bit on the mound, um, it, but you know those things happen. And you know, I just I really like the energy more than anything. And it just one of those guys, right? Like we talked about with Vanancini, just one of those guys that people are attracted to in you know on on rosters. And you know, let's talk a little bit about there about Worthkin there because you saw him up close uh, during BP there, Doe, and I just want to get your yep. take on him. Yeah, like you know, one of the you know when these when these guys recruit, they're you know especially in Southern California, we talked to with some recruiting coordinators. It's five eleven, one ninety, you know, type of kid that can that can do a lot of things, utility, so to speak. So I thought he took some really quality at bats, and it's really tough sometimes in this you know small sample size, I guess you could say, to really kind of focus on the results, and you just kind of look at you know, the process, I guess you could say. I mean, you could, you know, guys could smoke the ball four to four times and get no results out of it, and, and they're feeling terrible about themselves. But you could also tell that the quality at bat is there too. And so, um, you know, moving forward, he'll be able to do a lot of things for a loop. Yeah, bro, uh, Jack, what would what, what, you get from him just, you know, either in the dugout or just on the field? Yeah, a nice hit against Nevada. Um Another kid that, you know, you just got to take 
take uh, your successes and 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 work off that. And and um, he had a nice hit against Nevada, which I liked, and uh, good 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 showcase showing and uh, was um, good good body like we talked about. So some some positives there. Yeah, you know, I I I, I like the I like like you said, you know, all the positives there were were there. There's definitely some positives, even though. Um, you know, it, it may not all seem that way in the box score, but a guy that left a positive impression on me, uh, another guy we saw at the NorCal event there, Zane Denton, the catcher outfielder uh, at a Las Plumas High School, and uh, Z, man, this guy was this guy was pretty money at just about everything he did. Kind of quiet, goes about his business. Um, really good workout showing, uh, at least from a BP standpoint. That's the field I was on. I uh, didn't really get to see the, the defensive workout portion of it, uh, but I know you guys did. Uh, but I saw plenty of it in-game to convince me that whether it's behind the plate or in the outfield, this guy's going to have an opportunity. I mean, he's just one of those guys. He's just a ball player, right? Wouldn't you? I mean, what, what's your guys' take on Zane? Yeah, I got a chance to see him over at the the catching portion over on the other field. Um, you know, you're you're your prototypical catcher, very very athletic, uh, can do a lot of things. You know, who knows where his home's going to be when it's all said and done? But some another one of these guys, a baseball player, that you can tell he's just had a lot of reps, you know, under his belt through the you know already very you know small career he he's already had, and that's that's the case with a lot of these guys. But um, you know. The, the, the same thing as I said before, athletic catcher and just an all-around good kid. Yeah, a uh, kid with posted some good blast metrics, uh, topper, top of uh, uh, on the team and, and bat speed and rotational acceleration. So as far as uh, blast metrics go, some promising uh, stuff out of that. So good, good for Zane. Yeah, you know, the, and I'm glad you brought that up because we we did have all that data and all and all. You know, we still are looking at all that stuff and breaking it down but just you know first glance you're right the the rotational acceleration number really jumps out at you because um you know that's a good indicator of what's to come and and that's his 14.7 g's is is on average with some some pretty um uh, uh pretty good leveled players you know whether it be collegiately or you know beyond that so that's a, a good indicator of what's to come for for Zane Denton out of Las Plumas, but let's let's come back down to SoCal here and uh, a guy that we're really familiar with and Kai Caranto out of Harvard Westlake. Uh, you know, first couple of uh, first day we had a couple of games. Um, you know, he had a couple of knocks. One didn't go for a knock because he slipped out of the box. Uh, but I mean, this guy hit 500 on the week on the weekend, scored a pair of runs, was you know Mister Consistency when it comes to defense and. You know, we saw him at the uh, BPA Scout Day a few weeks ago, and I mean, you talk about the arrow pointing up. He is just, um, you know, Mister Consistency, wouldn't you say, Jack? Yeah, solid player, uh, the kind of guy that you love penciling into your lineup because you just know he's going to be reliable uh, defensively and offensively. Uh, I was on the defensive side, where you guys are on the offensive side in the showcase setting, and uh, you know, standing there with other state scouting directors and watching him uh he didn't have the high uh velocity across the diamond actually probably lower compared to the other guys but how quickly he receives and gets rid of the ball makes it seem like he's a 90 plus guy across the diamond so one of those things where the 
the velocity reading is going to be low and it's might not look good on paper, but when you watch him in person, it, it it's just, uh, it, it was probably the best out there, honestly. I mean, the hands and the quick release were uh, fantastic. So one of those things where uh, a player you need to see in person uh, because he's just really good at what he can do. Great, great point, Jack. It's one of those, you know, must-see, must everyday type players. And he's another one of these, you know, USA kids who just who, who just gets it. I, I, I know that we were uh, – last you and I were talking about, you know, he – you know, he does the little things of the game, the nuances of the game that aren't just that aren't, you know, looked upon looked upon, you know, very often. The guy that, you know, with the runner on base, he takes a few steps as a middle infielder to, to back up that throw from the catcher. He you know, he made an unbelievable big league play. Um he didn't didn't Dude, finish how, it. How good was that it, play? It was unbelievable. That play was that play was off the charts good. I was I was just hoping that we were gonna be able to get that guy out, but man, that, that runner beat it, but oh my gosh. Right. He's just got the feel. He's got feel to the game and and you, you could you could tell he knows exactly where he is supposed to be, when he's supposed to be there. And I think that really rubs it off on guys. I mean, you know, coming in there and playing and getting some time as a freshman at Harvard West, like especially in the last couple of years. Wow, I mean, you're seeing some pretty elite, elite type stuff out there, and so it it rubs off on you. But this kid has one of those, you know, has something special as well. And it's not just the, you know, tools that are jumping off the page. It's it's the other things that are important too. So very very good situational type of ball player, especially on defense and offense. He just knows what he's doing out there. Yeah, man. Baseball instincts and IQ are just off the charts with him. And, and you know, he's just just a treat to be around, too. Just a really, really good young man. I mean, and he's a lot of fun to watch. But let's let's head down to uh, your neck of the woods, Jack, San Diego. Uh, we did have a couple of San Diegans represented on this roster. And uh, we're going to jump into one of those guys, a guy that uh, – uh, maybe might have been a little unfamiliar to us, uh, you know, in the big picture, but uh, we certainly knew uh, who he is, and, and now we definitely know who he is. Uh, in Vaughn Major at a Christian high school, shortstop, right-handed pitcher, uh, switch hitter. Uh, he's a right, like I said, a right-handed pitcher. Uh, we're talking a tall drink of water here, right, Jack? He's about 6'2", I don't know, a buck 45, a buck 50. Um, he seems like he's all arms and legs, you know, high waist type guy. Uh, but he is a pretty darn good athlete, man. He's pretty twitchy and athletic, uh, just kind of lacks the strength right now. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's a great way of, uh, describing Vaughn. I mean, uh, I saw the same thing, very projectable body wise. Uh, I think there's a lot he's got to work on in a good way. Uh, just getting used to being long and lanky and athletic and figuring out if, if his future's on the mound or at the plate, I definitely think he needs to continue doing both of those because we saw good things at the plate, good things defensively, and good things on the mound. Uh, so overall, a true two-way player at this point uh, with an athletic skill set that I think a lot of college coaches are going to like and will do well for him at the high school level and have success. Yeah, I, I, I agree with, with, with everything you said there because we saw some stuff on the mound, man. The arm's loose, it's pretty whippy, um, and it's pretty quick through the zone. I mean, the, the curveball was was pretty darn impressive at, at 72-74, but I get the impression 
uh, just from kind of chatting with him, you know, that he, I think he wants to hit and, and I think he wants to play defense and what we saw from him defensively certainly, you know, wouldn't indicate that he can't handle it, but Doug, I'd love to get your take on him as a hitter because, you know, again, you saw him there during BP and then obviously during the game. Yeah, you know, he's he's a guy right now, of course, being so young, he's not going to, you know, blow up these blast blast type numbers or anything like that, but he's got an idea of what he's doing up at the plate. I think he needs to get I think he's to back off the play a little more. So, I mean, it, it's tough, you know, these long lanky kids have connection issues, you know, whether it be, you know, at, at the plate and sinking up all his long limbs, but it, you know, he seemed to do that on the mound very well. He stayed connected throughout his whole his whole outing. Um, at the plate gets away from that a little bit, but the athleticism and uh, for this guy, you know, he third, he can pitch. You can stick him in the outfield. Heck, you could probably stick him behind the dish, and he'd do a good job too. So, just really exciting uh, to to see what's to come for. for- yeah, fun fun player to watch for sure. Um, you know, another fun player to watch that that I mean, he had. I mean, he was arguably, you know, our offensive MVP uh, of the game, but then he made a play defensively that may have changed some minds on where his future position is. And, you know, Casey Borba, the 23 out of, out of Olu, um, you know, we, we've seen him obviously for a few times and at some of our events and then at a couple of Olu deals, but uh, this is a guy that it appears that he has taken the next step in his development just as a player uh, and as a hitter, not only physically, but just everything that he showcased, uh, you, you know, in-game and during the showcase portion, wouldn't you say, though? Yeah, no, no kidding. And we talked about it less. He was, you know, in my opinion, you know, the most improved. And, you know, from what we saw last time to what we saw this time, uh, just a, a, a huge jump. Now, it, it's tough. You know, Casey Borba, the son of Eric Borba, Olu, I know for a fact that Eric is hard on him a little bit. And and sometimes that could be tough. It just seems like he's taken that, that next step. I mean, he is going to fit right in that Olu lineup. And, you know, the, a couple balls he hit this week was just pretty loud and and just whoa like where where'd this guy come from so he he's made a huge jump and he's also proved that he can stick there at the hot corner he made a few plays uh play on the run that was a big league play he also made a play there that some guy just absolutely smoked a ball (laughs) Um, he didn't have any time to react and he actually we talked about it after he actually thought he caught it in the air but, but but it one hopped him and it was for a you know in, in a double play situation and you know, he was nice and smooth and just just really impressed uh, it really impressed me this week so yeah the the power I think is is what's really impressed me and I mean we've seen it now a few times and, and Jack that ball that he launched in in the game against Pacific Northwest um, I mean that's about a that's about as no doubter as they come at this level right. Yeah, I mean, it was for me. It was my first time seeing him, so cool to have you guys knowing him well, and then have a total outsider to see him. And for me, it was, I mean, the kid hit a home run, and not many people were hitting home runs in this tournament, and and he did. And I'm looking at his rotational acceleration; it's 23, which is very good. Uh, so you know, you take you take that metric and you look at his at his. Uh, video of the home run and you can see that 
his bat speed is is reaching peak speed quickly, and uh, he also posted good bat speed. So the size, the power ability, I think he could stay at third. First base could be an option as well. But uh, 2023 with those kind of actions at this at this stage of the game, uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, he he was he was really impressive. Just from you know the BP to the games and just the way he carried himself was 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 really neat to see. But Let's shift over to uh, a shortstop from South Hills High School, Marcos Rosales. And, you know, when 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 Marcos registered for this event, I know our guy Shooter got fired up because he he absolutely just loves this guy. And, you know, and when it comes to SoCal shortstops, I mean, I mean, you he's pretty much this guy is pretty much the epitome of that. Right. I mean, quick hands, smooth feet. I mean, just silky smooth actions. And but what he showed us at the plate was was really, really impressive in my book. I mean, he you know, he, he was over two, but scored a pair of runs, but he had four walks, man. I mean, just the discipline and the approach at the plate and just kind of that stubbornness of, you know, I, I'm not going to give into what you're, you know, what you're throwing at me was, was really neat. What, what, what's your guys take on, on Rosales? Yeah. Les, I, I'm glad you said that because, you know, in these types of situations where you only get maybe five or six at bats the whole weekend to be, to be so, you know, selective in what he was doing can be hard. Everyone wants to launch. Everyone wants to, you know, put up some impressive offensive numbers, but I'm going to tell you what, man, this kid has an idea of what he wants to do with the plate. Like I might get a little frustrated being walked four times and I'm only getting six at bats for the, for, you know, a whole tournament, but you know, it's, and, and, and it's strange. Just, this guy is really good. And I honestly, I didn't know a whole bunch about him and, you know, shooters talking about him and, and I'm like, well, shooter, like how, how have you seen this kid? And I haven't, and I live here. So, you know, it, it, impressive, your prototypical SoCal shortstop, super smooth, has some of the little undersized, but he's, he's you know, he's a little bit and developing the strength. Um, it, it's almost really comparing him to another uh, South Hill shortstop, Amaya, who was just a few years ago. He kind of reminds me, and he's in for me. So really, really, really good guy to follow and watch um, as as the next couple of years go here and to see what his development is going to be like. Really impressive. Yeah. yeah it's arguably, arguably my favorite stat, uh, from uh, offensive side is the four walks, uh, for, for 2023 to have that kind of plate discipline. Um, and I don't really remember the at bats being, uh, ones where it was uh, four ball, four clear balls. I remember them being deep counts as well and him taking being selective. So a really cool stat, especially in today's game from a young hitter that I think is going to make a lot of college recruiters excited. Yeah. They, and you're right. They, they were deep counts and he was spoiling some pretty good pitches there, uh, particularly in the first game again in, against Nevada and their and their ace lefty. Uh, that was a, that was a lot of fun to watch because that guy, that pitcher is, you know, he's a, he's a pac 12 type guy and, and, and Rosales was, was really good against him. And, you know, let's talk about another guy that I thought was really good the entire weekend, uh, just overall, whether it was in the outfield at the plate or on the mound, and that's Sammy Vanderhill out of Olu as well. And, um, you know, he, he got he, he came on the bump and was, gosh, I mean, I, I hadn't seen him on the mound. And, you know, he was 85, 83, 85 with a really good breaking ball, 73, 76. But, you know, another guy who at the plate was really good, hit 500 on the weekend. And, 
uh, you know, scored a run and had a walk and uh, just overall a really talented player. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say, Jack? Yeah, he was solid. Uh, 83, 85, like you said, uh, good-sized kid, uh, just solid showing across the board, uh, what you want to see from a 2023. Uh, undecided on where he's going to end up, I'd say, but uh, excitement across the board in terms of his showing. Yeah, really. he's got some twitchiness there. He's got some athleticism. So uh, who knows where his final home uh, will be. I know, you know, we had a scary moment there at the, at the last game when we had a we had a, a pop-up in, in no man's land and, you know, the shortstop third baseman left fielder came all together and he got, he got, uh, he was playing left field and he got, a, you know, a hit to the head and a little scary moment. He turned out all right. He wanted, he didn't want to get out of there, which, you know, says a whole bunch about his character. He just wants to play, but um, a really good kid to be around. Yeah, you know, and on that, he, he texted me. I texted him, and, and he texted me back after he landed and said he's doing well, so that's good. Uh, but, you know, you talk about the blast numbers on him. I mean, you know, 70.7 bat speed, that, that's that's pretty darn good for a an incoming sophomore. You know, a 23.6 rotational acceleration, which is, you know, really darn good. as the best on our team. Uh, you know, and then 23-mile-per-hour hand speed. I mean, that's – that's that those are really really good numbers for a you know for any high school kid much less a a rising sophomore so uh sammy vanderhill uh you know like you guys said whether it's on the mound or at the plate uh you know i'm sure it'll be both uh in high school but in the future who knows but uh, at least as it pertains to high school you know it's pretty easy to see him having an opportunity to do both of those things there uh, in high school so let's go back down to san diego our second san diego swing guy and you know, a guy that we uh, only I only saw at the San Diego State MLK team camp. And, Jack, I'm not sure if you saw him uh, again during the season. He didn't play when I saw Saints play against uh, San Marcos during the spring. But uh, MJ Sweeney, uh, you know, obviously you start with the size at 6'7", and then you go to the bloodlines. Yes, Dad, is that Mike Sweeney? Uh, you know, let, let, let's talk about MJ because we saw a lot of positives from MJ on the weekend, Jack. Yeah, big kid. Uh, we've been tracking him lightly for two seasons now and saw, you know, two-way ability as well, which is always a good indicator of just being a good ball player and uh, struggled early with the bat and quickly made an adjustment and had a big hit for us, double to left center, uh, which is very, very good sign in terms of being able to make an adjustment on the big on the big stage and got it done. Uh, threw some quality innings for us as well and the size uh, defensively showed some good footwork at first uh, made a really nice play on a, a double play ball and I've also seen some uh, footage of him playing left tackle showing his footwork uh, on the football field as well so uh, a young athlete a big big kid for baseball but definitely some positives there and then also posted the highest on plane efficiency with our blast data which is uh, at 93% is well above the 70% ideal range. So in terms of a metric, you've got a gold star next to the OPE on MJ Sweeney. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And though, uh, you know, I, I think that was the first time you had seen him, if I'm not mistaken. And so, I mean, obviously, you you know, when you take away the size, and when, which, which you can't, but when you look past the size, um, you know, what what's your take on Sweeney? 
Yeah, you know, one of those guys, like you said, the size stands out. It's like, you know, he passes the eyeball test. He's got a really young type of face on him. And, you know, what you really like, uh, you know, he knew exactly what he was doing in, in the BP session, uh, you know, taking the ball the other way. I know he had some uh, issues regarding his, his hand and, and, and the, how muggy it was out there. And I said, hey, man, want, you know, put on a pair of batting gloves and, you know, that it might fix that up. And he did actually, when we got to the game portion, I uh, got some batting gloves in there, but this, this kid could really swing it. And it, he has intent. And as Jack mentioned, that on-plane efficiency really kind of bodes well for putting the ball in play. So when you project him with his size and you know, he's going to get stronger and the on-plane efficiency numbers and the intent at which he does it. Impressive, really impressive. So, um, who, who knows, like we're talking about all these guys, where his final home will be, but he'll be able to play uh, first base and pitch throughout his high school career. Where he ends up uh, beyond that, who knows? But all I know is this kid is is going to be special. Yeah, the one thing that really stood out to me were his, were his final two at-bats in our last game where – I mean, it looked like he was just kind of flicking the wrist, right? And he hit a ball to deep left field. Um, and then the last at-bat, he kind of flicked the wrist, and he hit a ball to deeper left field that was still like the warning track. It got caught for an out, but, I mean, it looked like he just barely swung the bat. And that, to me, was kind of, kind of an eye-opener. Like, oh, my, there's just a ton of raw power that is waiting to come out of the bat uh, for MJ Sweeney um, there. So let, let, let's jump back up, uh, up to our area here. We got the, you know, our final three guys, we got a pair of teammates out at Ukaipa high school. Uh, Luke sure is a 23 catcher, uh, right-handed pitcher uh, out of Ukaipa six foot one ninety. Um, you know, he came to us primarily as a catcher, uh, you know, and then he indicated that he was able to pitch and, uh, then he indicated he was able to throw three innings. And so here we go. And man, this dude is, I, I'm in, I'm, I'm all in on this dude. I, I mean, what, what's your guys take? Because I know yeah. uh, I'll, I'll jump in when you guys talk a little bit about him, but uh, I mean, I'm all in on this dude. Yeah, I'm all in too. And you know, if you didn't know about Luke sure, you certainly do now. And I think you'd probably make an impression even over some, you know, eight angles of video that we're providing and, um, uh, you know, we're going to talk about all these guys with, you know, a lot of college recruiters, but he is certainly going to be at the top of the list as far as what he can do. He's got an idea at the plate, um, has a plan, had some really big hits for us. And, you know, it's, he, this kid could catch also receiving, yeah. um, metrics are just, you know, would, would be amazing. I haven't looked at any of those, those metrics, but. Uh, you don't have to sometimes because you just know he has a feel for the catch position, works well with his teammates and his pitcher, and it's just another joy uh, to be around. And uh, this kid will get gobbled up fast. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, you talked about his approach at the plate. You know, he hit three thirty-three, had a pair of RBIs and a double, and just really good plan at the plate, but on the mound, Jack, I thought he was pretty impressive too. And just the way he carried himself and, and the way he kind of attacked hitters, he ended up striking out four of them in three innings. But what, what was your takeaway from him on the bump? 
Yeah, it was it was fun to be down in the bullpen before every game with our starting pitchers and kind of just see their routines. And similar to Owen, Egan, uh, Luke was very relaxed and very just, you know, hey, I'm just pitching, not more than that. Uh, so good to, good to see young kids that, you know, on a big stage were, were loose and relaxed. And I saw that in him. Uh, definitely see the – he's got a short arm. Uh, I think that comes from him being a catcher. Uh got away with it because i think his weight comes forward too early so i think if he can get that balance point better and uh keep his weight back i think we could see an immediate velo jump so a kid that i think could immediately have gains and and will have gains uh with just some simple mechanical adjustments yeah 60 or 83 84 on the fastball but it's it was his ability to kind of spotted up wherever he wanted which was really impressive but uh, I, I agree with both of you guys he's here's a dude he's also a 4.6 gpa so it's like you know he's a smart kid in the classroom so he's probably a smart kid out of the classroom and is going to put in the work so it's going to be really exciting to see where where luke sure ends up and so let's shift over to his teammate over at ukaipa high school owen egan um, number three player in the 23 class for us uh came out pitched played in the outfield uh, you know, he pitched in the first game, went three strong innings, uh, touched 90 on the first pen. And, and Jack, I'll, I'll never forget, you know, you came off the field after he was throwing his warmups and, and you're like, ah, I don't know if he's feeling it. And then, you know, his, his first pitch was, you know, 90 miles per hour fastball right down, right down the chute there. And, and so, you know, break him down for us on the mound, Jack, and then Doe, you know, you could take him at the plate for us. Yeah, just very uh, another guy in the pen, just super relaxed, nice and easy, just getting a feel off the mound, uh, mature pitching, pitchability wise and physically. So a guy that I was expecting would, you know, be in the bullpen giving it 100%, but he wasn't. And I think that is a good sign because he's just confident in his ability and knew what he had to do, had to do to get ready for his start. Five strikeouts and no walks in three innings is phenomenal. Uh, 90 miles per hour, then comfortably in the high 80s after that. And I think there's more in the tank right now, and there's more to come. So definitely a power arm right-hander with a really strong lower half. So I could see him being a lights-out right-handed reliever and uh, starter ability as well at the college level. So an exciting arm and one of those kids that just is confident and, and, and natural on the mound. That's one of the cool things about it is, is uh, just the moment wasn't too big for him on the mound and he just did his thing and went about his business and had great success. Wish he could have gone seven. Yeah. Right. right? I, I, that's exactly what was my thought is when he came off the field after his third, I said, I wish you can go more. And he just kind of smiled at me, but, uh, yeah, Doe, I mean, you've seen him plenty. Obviously we've seen him quite a bit, you know, not only with Ukaipa, but you saw him with scout ball, uh, you know, and then obviously last summer and all that good stuff. But you know, what, what, what's your take on, on Egan as a hitter moving forward in the future? Yeah. I mean, uh, strong, strong body, compact. He's, uh, the gains he's made over the past year on his body. I mean, he's, he's this, this kid's a beast, right? A famous name that, that's another USA kid, and he's just a performer. I mean, um, you know, the bat speed's there. You know, the power projection is is, is going to come. Uh, he's got an idea what he what he wants to do at the plate. 
I know sometimes in these situations, and I, I'm saying it all the time, sound like a broken record, but you know, in these situations, you want you, you know you want to launch, you want to see how far you can hit the ball. Uh, er- everyone's watching, and I think where he can make some improvements is in situational hitting. I know we came across a situation, um, you know, and in Game Three against Pacific Northwest, where you know all I really had to do is was put the ball in play, and 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 maybe some could have been a different result. But I think he knows that about himself. And so you can really project what this guy's going to do. I mean, he's going to have the, you know, the pick, pick of the letter. He's, he, he's going to go wherever he wants to go. And from what I understand um, that he wants to stay in a warm weather state. So, um, you know, he's going to have his pick uh, of where he wants to go. But uh, super exciting to watch this kid for another, another, you know, two, three years and just to see what's uh, – where this thing takes him will will he be a pitcher at at the end of it possibly i like jack's um you know closer type of mentality but you know for the next two three years he's going to be either that one or two on that you type of squad and he's going to get all the innings as well so uh but as far as offense is concerned you just you're you're excited to see what what's going to come. Yeah, and you know, you 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 talked about it there. You you know, you said something there, kind of a famous name, and and he is right, right, wrong, or indifferent. He is right. People know who he is in the baseball world, but you know, to his credit, like that, I I don't see that going to his head, right? Like he's right. he's cordial. He's a nice kid in the dugout. You ask him a question, he looks you in the eye, he responds. You know, is he you know rah rah? rah he's probably just not that guy he's not probably just not a rah-rah guy but you know he, he's a nice guy he's an approachable guy so you know we so much is heaped onto these guys at such a young age that uh you know that tends to you know at times shift guys the other way but you know credit to owen like that has not happened um you, you know at this point and so uh you know kudos to him for that but yeah you, you know yeah. last guy last guy we want to talk about is 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 uh you know one of the bigger guys on our roster from a size standpoint at, you know, at six, five, two fifteen, And, you know, of course we're talking about Zach Brown out of Villa park high school. And uh, you know, Zach, when you, when you look at just sheer metrics um, you know, from, from just as BP uh, you're going to, you say, Oh my gosh, that guy is a, uh, you know, a tremendous hitter. Um, and, and, you know, then you look at his, some metrics from just numbers from him on the mound and you're like, oh my gosh, that kid's got, uh, you know, a pretty bright future on the mound. And then you, t- you put all the package together and what you have is a, a guy that's going to be really sought after when it comes to, uh, the, I think the recruiting circles, at least from a baseball standpoint and, and like Sweeney Jack is, he's a football player too. So, uh, you know, what's, what's your take on Brown from a pitching standpoint, uh, Jack? Yeah. Brown or just from, a, just sorry, just from just a sheer playing standpoint. I mean, as a player, what's your take? Yeah. Brown was, uh, was fun to watch too, as he, he got a start. So I was down there with him kind of the opposite of Luke and Owen. He was, uh, very meticulous with his warm up, had a plan, um, was big into the breath and visualization. Uh, so the, went full pitcher mode, uh, you know, took his time in the bullpen, took his time in the game. I know, uh, it was a little slow at times, but I think he's just learning how to pitch and how to slow the game down. So that I think there's something good to be said about that. Um, in terms of he's that's, that's where the game is these days, getting your breath, uh, visualizing, attacking the zone, 
uh, things like that. So he went, he went full pitcher mode um, and then turned it around on the field too with, with some good metrics and uh, the sheer size is, uh, is big time and a brother that plays football at Alabama. So uh, already building quite the nice resume for himself. And uh, like you said, I think he's going to end up being a highly sought after uncommitted player. Yeah, I mean, son of a coach, right? The, right. the legendary, legendary Vince Brown. So you know, over there, over there, at Foothill High School uh, has an idea, like Jack said, had an approach, and he and he dis- displayed that up at the plate too. I mean, and as I said before, some of these you know tall, lanky guys at this young age have have a tough time connecting it all together. But he's got a good idea. There's some athleticism in there with, and with the intent that he brings his, his his swings or his pitches to is just is just really impressive. And I, I really like to see that intent piece uh, with with these guys because he's not afraid of, of anything. I mean, uh, really impressive uh, batting practice session. You just know that, you know, the power tool is going to be a monster. Uh, if he figures figures it all out and connects it all together, so really impressive with Zach. We were getting texts in the middle of the game, <laughs> and uh, and he wasn't the only one. And so, no. um, you know, it's it's like who is this kid? And so, um, r- another another one of these just high character individuals that 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 you can talk to, and and he's open about you know what he's doing and it's just it was just a pleasure with, with all of these guys not, not only zach but um with all these players you know we talked about it a, a, a bit on with a lot of these guys like we don't know where the future is right like whether it's on the mound or or on the field um you know and hitting uh, and the same's the case with zach i i mean yes right now i would say maybe the the pitching is a little little bit ahead of the bat uh but there are there are tools with the bat that are really, really impressive. Uh, and you touched on his athleticism over at third base because he shows that too. But, I mean, man, this, he struck out five, right, in, in three innings. He only walked – well, listen, he, he had a fair his fair share of walks. I went out to talk to him on that mound visit, and, and he just looked at me. He's like, man, coach, I'm not missing by much. And I think it was uh, – I, I want to say it was Coop, but I, I'm not sure who the catcher was. Uh, he's like, yeah. Oh, I think it was Zane actually. He says, you know, yeah, he's getting squeezed a little. And I, you know, I learned my lesson last year not to go after the umpires. But uh, you, you know, <laughs> whether he was getting squeezed or not, um, you know, the, he wasn't missing by much. Let's just put it that way. Uh, but I mean, just a really impressive athlete. As were all of these guys. I mean, I was just impressed with the talent on not only our roster, but you know, Team Nevada's roster, Team Arizona's roster, the Pacific Northwest roster. The three games we played, I think as a whole, the talent was 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 way up, and we saw it. Right? I mean, we had a we we won we won a four to three game. We lost a three to two game, and we tied a four to four game. So. That's pretty. That's a pretty evenly matched pod, right? Yeah, no doubt. And and just like you said, playing all these states, it's a good measuring stick for all these kids. And and you know, it, it's just it, it's a good, like I said, a measuring stick to see where these guys are at and and where where they're at. And so uh, that's what you get out of these types of situations because you know that you know they're doing it in, in other states, not not just in California. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was it was cool to be in tight games and uh, be in situations where kids had to come up with big hits. And, and like we talked about, we had we had that big hit in the Pacific Northwest game. So uh, just fun to be out there and have some competitive games and see what the West has to offer. Hopefully next year we get a chance against some of the big southern states because the Georgia team and the Tennessee team looked impressive. But overall, just a really fun weekend and uh, can't forget about the uh, phenomenal food we had down there, too. Yeah, no doubt. We did. We did have some good eats down there. Uh, nothing but a good time. But uh, yeah, man, that's a, that's a that'll put a wrap on the uh, 2020 PBR future games. Uh, Team California kind of recap, guys. Thanks a bunch for hopping on, man. We'll uh, we'll uh, see you guys uh, real soon. We'll talk to you sooner. But uh, coming up next, the california state games uh, up in norcal next weekend so that should be a good time really looking forward to it thanks a lot les yeah thank you les all right guys we'll talk to you guys soon big thanks to jack shannon and steve doherty for joining me on the podcast today be sure to check out prepbaseballreport.com for your best coverage of high school baseball in california until next time we'll see you at the yard